Hey, everybody, welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast where every Sunday and Wednesday, we'll bring you fast-paced, powerful 15-minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends in all things tech for the professional salon industry. I'm Gordon Miller, your podcast host, and today I am being joined by Ambrosia Carey, Portland, Oregon-based master hairstylist, salon owner, educator, that's just the beginning though, coach, brand ambassador for Olivia Garden, trust professional, and air professional, three favorites. She is founder of the Successful Stylist Academy and podcast of the same name, Ambrosia, I, I'm, I'm already tired <laughs> just hearing all that you do. Welcome to the podcast. It's good to see you. Oh, Gordon, thank you so much. That was a mouthful, I know. And <laughs> to preface this, you guys, I've been in the industry or I've been at this for like 24 years now. So it took a while to accumulate all that. But yeah, that is a mouthful. It makes it it's very exhausting. But yeah, thank you for having me on here. So I, I was going through your Instagram feed and two things really jumped out and we'll just see where the conversation takes us. But, you know, marketing is a, I think during pandemic, it just became a really important conversation. And that, that excited me, actually. It's been a passion for my entire career. And I think we don't talk about it enough. And, and you've got to post up about, you know, marketing to the right client. And it, that's been a big conversation. And then I saw a second one and I, I could have done 10 of your different posts and pulled them, but I said, I better stick to two. Number two was, again, big conversation that kind of got wonky, I think, during a pandemic. And that was, how do you sell retail? And I would say, first and foremost, in the salon and online, of course, is great too. But I want to put those out there for you and, and let you just kind of respond. You know, the reason why selling to the right client has become such an important thing for me and that I feel like kind of sews us all together as beauty professionals is that when you are able to make connections with people and have like rich, deep conversations where that client essentially, you're almost like beside yourself that you're they're even paying you to be there. It's almost like you should pay them. I have learned how to be a better communicator, a better businesswoman, a better speaker, a better leader because of my clients. And so I think the, the deeper you can tap in with the clients behind your chair and to really foster that relationship it becomes less hard and it becomes less work and they do the work for you and your business gets to boom and be fruitful. And really the main objective, honestly, it should be to have an exit strategy, always have an exit strategy in mind. That means that you get to, that get, means you get to pay yourself later in life. That means that you have a future set up for yourself. That means that you get to pass a torch to other people. And to have that in mind, it comes with very clear direction. So the reason why marketing has become such a big thing for me that's become so important is because as I've talked to a lot of these salon owners who are so passionate, and it just breaks my heart sometimes to see passionate people that are struggling. They're so passionate, but I think the focus becomes on so much of the art. And the art is important for us. That's for us. Like the the perfect sectioning, that's for us. That's not for our client. The end result is what they're left with. So um, same thing goes with retail. Retail is an extension of us. It's really not to meant to be a barrier between people. It's supposed to be a relationship sower between people. So that's the reason why I feel like if we foster and work on those deeper relationships, then the retail gets to be the thing that bonds or binds us. You know, a lot of times clients are like, oh, I wish I could take you home with me, or I wish I could just pull you out of my closet or what. Oh, well, you can. It's actually in this product. <laughs> you know? So it's meant to be there to help us. It's not an enemy and it's not meant to create a wall between us. It's meant to actually, you know, allow us to be work together in collaboration. And that's the way I want people to see that from now on. My entire career, which is really long, <laughs> so, <laughs> there's been a conversation about professionals within the profession, you know, about 
you know, us kind of being the doctors of hair, you know, and we've long used this kind of metaphor of the, of the medical profession and our professionalism and, and expertise and relationship with clients. If you've got pains and your doctor sends you home with nothing but some advice, you know, um, it doesn't give you a way to, to deal with your problem, whether it's going to the drugstore or getting a prescription or, or going to the gym, but professional, smart advice, you know, I, I look to my doctor for that. And I looked at the same, a, a different version of that to my hairdresser. Tell me what to use. Yes. Yes, exactly. No. And, and I think what the important piece about this too, is that it's really meant to serve as a way for us to have like stronger relationships in general. So if we Absolutely. just focus on the relationship side of it, and if we think of retail and the ways of like an additional tool, it's like an, another extension of our tools. Um, you know, we always make jokes like, okay, well, what if we took all of the stuff off the shelves and we had nothing to work with? I'm sure you guys that are listening to this can at least think of one person who has said that in your life, uh, especially if you're a hairstylist and working in a salon. But really think about that. Like if you didn't have those tools, what would you do? What kind of magical haircut can actually make that come to life when when you do walk away? Like you think of those makeover shows that we watch on like think of Oprah or something and they do those makeover shows and they do the most beautiful blowout and they walk out, they look like a million bucks. What about the next day or the day after? Like what then? So I think it's really important that we're able to help our clients um, and empower them so that they can replicate what we do. They are our walking billboards. And the more that we teach them and pass on to them, it actually creates more value in the relationship that you have. I want to go back to that, you know, the right clients, you know, because so many successful hairdresser friends have told me stories over the years of how they have become successful in business in great measure because of the clients that they've had in their chair who were smart at business, who shared their expertise, lawyers, accountants, you know, marketing people, executives who, because of that close relationship, they start to learn things they never would have learned otherwise. And I, I, it goes back to that choosing the right clients. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times I, I think it would be an extension of you and kind of more into it, who you really want to be. Like, what's, what do you really want to do within like behind the chair? Like if we're just talking specifically to the hairstylist, what is it that really lights you up and exudes that confidence piece? And how can you like lean more into that? And the person that's sitting in that chair, how can you replicate that person? Like the one who you know, they listen to what you say, they follow up, they go to the, you know, they make all their appointments in time, they take care of their hair. You don't have to uh, shield your face and run away when you see them in the grocery store because you're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's definitely not my client. You know, mm -hmm. they're the ones who are basically making your job easier for you. And so they're also the ones who they bring you up at the dinner table, they pass on your information. Um, you know, they're, they're your biggest cheerleaders, like they're your ambassadors, basically. And so having that creates a stronger bond within your business. Like think of recession, for instance, since that's big, a big buzzword or hot topic right now. It's not a buzzword. It's a hot topic right now because we are, you know, we're living in it and there is a projection that we are in the tip of it right now. So just having like some awareness of it. I mean, I have gone through the 2008, 2009 time. If you really focus on the clients who value you and they will place you in such a high priority that they would cancel their gym memberships. They won't go on those vacations. They won't go to those restaurants, but they will undyingly stay with you. Those are the people I'm talking about. Those are the right people. Getting more people like that are the ones who are going to keep that business alive and strong while times get tough. By the way, those are probably not your friends. 
<laughs> right. I mean, and because to me, that's a, a little bit of a, I don't want to say controversial topic, but there's always this like, my, my clients are my friends, which also blocks us on price increases and trying to sell things. But again, when, when I saw that right client for you, it, my brain immediately said, and by the way, probably not your friends, even though, even though you might have friendships with these people. Yeah. So friends and friendly are two separate things. And yes. I love that you actually said that. That's so valid. That's another thing I hear is that, well, but I'm friends with all my clients. Like, be friendly and yes. have a friendship with them, but they don't need to be your friends. You're not taking them home with you, you know? And if you are on your deathbed, they're going to go find another hairstylist. Believe yes. that. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're not going to come you. take care of you and pay your bills for you when you're on your deathbed. So, just try to put two separate categories where you can be friendly and you can have a friendship in the salon space, but the professionalism has to be an exchange where you are servicing that client, you're taking care of them and understand that that relationship can go deeply enough that you can actually exchange information. You can both inspire one another. Really at the end of the day, when you are servicing someone and you're thinking about it in that regard, um, always think about how you can go a step further than where you are today. Like if, okay, let's say Susan comes in, she wants a haircut. You're not there to do the haircut. The haircut's icing on the top. You're there to get to know Susan deeper and understand her family and see how it is that like you want to understand her life and you want to understand more about who she is, what she does, the process in which, you know, she goes about things. Because when you go deep like that, that's when you start to have these really rich conversations. And I tell you what, guys, like, my clients end up being, you know, we 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 converse about therapy and we converse about things where, like I was saying in the very beginning, I have learned so much about communication and I have developed a stronger vocabulary. You know, I didn't come from money. I was a teen mom when I started this whole junction in my life. I, I didn't even think I was going to stay in this industry for crying out loud. I was planning on going back to marketing school. So this is something that I learned in the process. Like, oh my gosh, it's amazing how so much of what we do in our career is so much more than what we do in our career. You know, it's like <laughs> uh, the the techniques that we get to do, the stuff that we do that's exciting for us, that gets to be the icing. And I really want people to start thinking of it that way. But I also want to mention, you, know, you talk about that client who talks about you. And you know we've come. I've been a huge proponent of social media. Kind of, I consider myself an evangelist for it. I think it's gotten a little bit wonky. But one thing I really learned during pandemic is we can't forget about old school word of mouth. Yeah, do Instagram. It's really yes. important. But yes. it, the foundation of the industry, and there's been research that was done during pandemic. I really believe that some of us, myself included, got a little carried away and didn't continue to talk. We, it was like social media is word of mouth on steroids. Okay, great. But you also just need old-fashioned word of mouth it works it really does you know i think i love that you actually just said that it's gone a little bit wonky and i agree with you i think too many people have put their eggs in that yep. like social media basket and i always equate social media to fast food like it's okay to have from time to time but let's not make it every meal so the in-person relationships that you have with people let that be the deeper relationships and word of mouth by the way is not nearly the same as word of mouth quote unquote on social media very very different when people get to be an advocate for you and they you know having those deep relationships with that person already you have a common thread when that person walks in, it's so much less intimidating. It's so much, you don't have to work through barriers. You don't have to try to gain their trust. 
you know, you have a common thread that you can kind of like relate to. So um, you already kind of know that person before they walk in. And that's what I mean about the right clients. Uh, it just becomes easier for you. And then you get to focus on other things. So it also lets you um, grow with that person, which is really important because I think that's another thing that's important. The evolution of a hairstylist throughout mm -hmm. your career, it is going to change and shift. Those who that, stay that with are you longer, you're going to leave. That are you going to leave. You're going to leave. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that does happen too. And uh, you know, I want people to leave the right reasons. I always like to think of like, well, Schitt's Creek is one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love Schitt's Creek. <laughs> yes. I mean, during the pandemic, you guys, I probably watched it all the way through four times. Like, no joke. Yep. But um, I'm with you. you know, and every time I cry, and I'm like, <laughs> gosh, I just wish they would have done one more season. But you know what's so brilliant about it? They just left with you wanting more and they left on a high note. And, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to leave the industry on your terms, on a high note, on feeling good, um, that you put your all into it and you got so much love in return, um, that you're surrounded by people that inspire you, that make you want to be more than who you are today. And, and having that, that clear path, it's all about the relationships that you connect with. Everything matters. The people you surround yourselves by. Don't get caught up with the prettiness of a salon. Like, how long has a salon been around? And what kind of programs do they offer you? And who is behind the chair? And who are your neighbors? Like, that all matters. The clients that come to see you. And I, I understand, like, sometimes we have to kind of go through those rough patches in order to find what's right. But I think the end goal in mind is like, do things with more intention because I don't know about you guys, but. I'm not always as energetic. I'm not always as uplifting. I have days where I'm literally laying on the couch and I don't want to get up and I don't even want to take a shower. Like there are days where I'm going to want to be lazy. And, and when I have those days, the lazier I am, I, I'm almost like so tired. I'm even, you know, I can't get out of that funk of being tired. And I talk to friends about that. I think it's good to recognize that those days are going to happen too. But I also want to be the flip side of it. When you feel, energetically connected to your why and what you're doing and who you're doing it with, then it becomes almost like addictive. It becomes addictive. And, and, and the more you do these things that start working well and piecing together and the more intention you put behind things, then the more it just kind of like, it's like the law of attraction. It just starts to bring more back to you. And then that's when things start to transform. And I've watched it. I've witnessed it happen. You know, I've had so many students or like people that are in my apprentice program at the salon even. And that's where the academy comes in. Like witnessing this happen with so many different types of personalities. I know it's possible for anyone listening. It's just connecting those right puzzle pieces with the right people that can support you through that part of it. I so just that. know, just know that it, anybody can get there. Just having that support is the biggest piece. This is a short form podcast, so we're running out of time. But I, I want to say partially in reaction to that, you know, there's this kind of line and we hear it a lot. I think, you know, I can success inspires success. And and for me, it also includes with ourselves. You know, I, I've had a, a really great career and I, I, I've learned a long time ago that as I do things and I can feel that success, it propels me forward. And I think for many people, we don't even stop to realize that we've done something good. We've done something well. We've had something that is successful and we kind of can use that as a stepping stone for ourselves as well as, again, all that stuff you just said, surrounding yourself with the right people and being in the right place at the right time, all of that stuff. So, so, so much good stuff, Ambrosia. 
we are officially out of time, but I want to do ask you two things. One, just a last thought, maybe encapsulate that all into some sort of leave us with something kind of good, kind of profound. There's a challenge for you. And then also I want to I want to tell I want to ask and then also I want to ask you to to share with people where they can find you. I just ask you guys, please don't do things in the dark. But ask for help. Reach out to people. Don't be shy. Um, you know, if there's a mentor out there that you look up to, don't be afraid to reach out to them. You're not alone. Please don't think that. And so reach out to people who want to help you. And with that said, you can find me at Ambrosia Carey on pretty much every platform. Um, and then I have the Academy, Successful Stylist Academy, where I this is what I want to do. I want to mm-hmm. help people. And this is at least if I can have like a small legacy or just something I can leave behind. I want to help people come up with a long-term plan so they can exit this industry and and have it treat them really well and have a retirement plan and all those wonderful things that um you know make us proud of who we are and what we do so yeah that's my that's my final last thoughts thanks gordon you mentioned not being in the dark and you know i, I think so many people so many of us find ourselves in the quote unquote dark and it's not easy to get out of there so i i just love the inspiration to say you know don't get stuck there and and um and and realize with the help of people like ambrosia you don't have to be stuck there so thank you for being with us today ambrosia um i want to encourage everybody to visit me over at socialbeautymakers.com sign up for the free e-newsletter um, get more content early access to the podcast um very soon i'm announcing two events for this fall hybrid events i'm most excited about that if you like the podcast i appreciate a rating review subscribe or better yet share it It helps other people to find us once again thank you so much everybody for being with me i'm gordon miller can't wait to share again next time Mm